Welcome back to another episode of Bitch Wet Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chaotic Couture. And I'm Tommy. And this episode, I was going to say this situation is about relations. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is about relationships. Now, I not no ill. I ain't no professional in this field, um, so we're going to let you take the field and kick this one off. Well, actually, I guess we should talk about um, how do you feel about relationships? Um, Relationships are cool. I mean, I feel like I like the intimacy that comes with a relationship. Sexual and non-sexual. Non-sexual. Okay. I I have learned that I'm not like a huge sexual Well, I mean like, well, okay, so I should change that. Not sexual and non-sexual. Um platonic and what would it be like relationship now nah, i'm platonic yeah i guess that does make sense sure. uh, so platonic and non-platonic i like i feel like intimacy within platonic relationships are nice mm-hmm. um but i think intimacy is more than just sex in general facts like it's about like the connection we have like it could be just forms of touching um that aren't inherently sexual but um yeah uh this <laughs> episode is gonna be very interesting because like neither one of us are in fucking relationships right now that's facts i'm single as a fucking dollar bill but from the moment well not from the moment but not long after you like i don't want to say came out but like once you were like this is what the fuck i'm doing you weren't in kind of constant relationships bruh. For the past, so I've only been like Nate called out queer. I said called out queer. <laughs> I'm fucking. I've only been like openly queer. That's a better phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, for like three years. It's been long. Well, four years. Yeah, it's going on four. Um, and ever since then, I've been in fucking relationships. This is like the first time I've not been in a relationship or a situationship. Because, you know, we had the first one who mm. we can't, you know, name drop. But they cool. We still friends. Then we had the second one. They cool. We, we still friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the third one. We cool. <laughs> we still <laughs> friends. <laughs> and, um, and then between all of them, it was a, it was a few people. Um, you better but, live your best life. <laughs> but, like, right now, I'm just like. A lonely bitch, like to be honest. But is that okay? Like, are you okay with that? I don't know. I okay. So I think we were talking earlier, and I was telling you how like my ex is kind of like moving on, moving and grooving mm-hmm. out here dating, and I'm jealous. Not because I want them back. Let's be very clear. Love them. Love you. Um, but because I just want a little boo thing. Okay. But I also realize like my reason for wanting a boo thing is not like a legit reason because like I'm also like struggling hardcore and don't even have the capacity to date anyone. So I was just about to say with wanting somebody, are you in a position where it's fair to the other person if no. you were to be with them? It'd be a totally selfish ass relationship. So are you okay with that? It depends. <laughs> there was a struggle <laughs> with that answer. I would be okay with it if somebody else was okay with it. Like knowing, like I would be very upfront. Like this is your positionality in my life right now. And it's not even that serious. Are you okay with that? Straight to the point. But what about you, boo? Don't be trying to like make it all about no, me. And you got to <laughs> tell, tell the tea. 
and there's no tea i'm just kind of like chilling i guess i i am not in a position right now where i'm ready for anybody else mm-hmm. i don't feel like i'm i don't want to say like responsible but i don't think that i possess the proper um tools right now to mentally care for somebody else there is like somebody who i've been talking to but i even let them know like i'm trying to get myself together Mm -hmm. um just because that's something that's important to me but like you know i just started dating fresh off the boat like what that my first situation was like a year ago Mm -hmm. with (laughs) you gave me a look yo yo hates him uh my first situation was like a year ago Mm -hmm. so you don't want to speak more on that situation Um, you just want to leave it very bare i don't know what's i how did that turn out (laughs) what was what was that like what do you feel should i defend myself i feel like well no i feel like you should give me your take and then i'll tell you what i was if we're thinking about the same person i feel as though like i feel like you don't pick good people (laughs) and i love you but i feel like you just don't pick good people like you pick people who are like emotionally unavailable or who just like like the thought of you but ain't really ready okay and that and that pissed me off because I just feel like people be taking advantage of you. I <laughs> I'm not going to completely protest that. Um I I've just never dated anybody. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. Like, I think in the years when you are a teenager, you're supposed to be like going through all the little like bullshit Mm -hmm. and interacting with people and figuring out who you like and who you don't like and Mm -hmm. what you like and what you don't like. And I was just in a place where there wasn't a lot of queer people. Right. So I didn't have that experience. And the first time I had that experience was around the time when we met. Mm -hmm. And then the person that I just happened to like fall for was in a relationship. And... And it was a shady bitch. No, I wouldn't say all of that. I would say that I'm going to take my responsibility in that situation as well mm-hmm. and say that I maybe allowed myself to think that things were a little more than what they were. But also I was led to believe that they had the possibility of being something different. And looking back on that whole situation, it was like a constant kind of like competition for attention between mm-hmm. like other people that we were like not friends with but we were like acquaintances with Mm -hmm. so it was like this big messy ordeal um but that is somebody who i'm gonna be completely honest with you i don't think i will let go not like holding on to them for like a relationship but i value their friendship Mm -hmm. but i also recognize that the shit that they were doing at the time wasn't right but also we all go through things as people and we have to grow and come into terms with who we are everybody doesn't come to that at the same time so but i think my problem with that situation was the fact that they were tagging you like bring you along for this ride that you didn't agree to be a part of and i do believe that everyone does 
need to do their work on their own time, but I don't think it's fair to drag someone along when you know what it already is. True. That's very true. Um, but I also was blind. I don't, I was very much an adult. I was like in my twenties doing teenage shit as far as relationships, because I had never dealt with it before. Mm-hmm. So the things that people had dealt with, and they were like, Oh no, you should see the signs. I'm like, bitch, I don't know the signs. Like I've never dealt <laughs> with this. At, and then people would like gas me up and be like, no, I think such and such is like really into you. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay, like maybe they are. And they also were like, I mean, you might not agree, but they were also like the hot person on campus that everybody wanted. So it was like the fact that they had some type of interest in me. I was like, Oh shit. I definitely had never had that mm-hmm. um and i think that's why i held on to things in that situation for the time that i did and then the second situation mm-hmm. he was very reflective of the first so mm-hmm. it was like that's what i knew it's kind of like people follow patterns yeah um he was kind of like the first but then when we took that break for that year i learned a lot about myself mm-hmm. and I got more comfortable with who I was as a person. So I think when he came back in the second time, I was like, yeah, this ain't going to work. Yeah. Um, I think what all of my friends, what all of y'all hate about me is I forgive people for things that they do to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it is what it is. I don't hold it against them. I'm not getting ready to put that emotion, like that emotional labor mm-hmm. into play. And I think sometimes that pisses people off around me because they think that I'm going to give that person another chance. I can agree with that. I think think for me, as your friend, I worry a lot about people taking advantage of you Mm -hmm. because I know you you ain't been out here in these streets. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just know how shady people can be. And I feel like you know that too, but I think when you care about someone in a very romantic way. I care about them. Yeah, and it, it also you become blind to their bullshit. Like we were talking about earlier, it's like shit that you normally wouldn't let happen, you start to let happen, and you're like, what the fuck? How did I even get here? <laughs> so that's I think that's where I come from because I do feel like you forgive and f- kind of forget about shit that romantic partners do to you in a way in a way that you wouldn't do if this person was just a friend. That's true. But I think while in the open, it seems like I forget about it, it's always in the back of my head. Mm. And I'm always watching um, actions. Even people that I'm not even like, we have no chances of getting like, you know how you have those people where it's like, I see you out and like, I like you and you like me and we just flirt with each other. Mm -hmm. Even my friends see that and they're like, you know he's not good for you. But I'm like, we both know that we're not about to be together. Yeah. We just like enjoy like flirting okay. with each other. That's fine. But I think in a way those situations, I don't know. I feel like we're being so secretive by not saying names, but at the same time, I want to respect people's yeah, privacy because yeah. they didn't ask to be a part of this. But the first, the very first situation I can say, I'm always going to care about that person. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is going to hate that, but I'm always going to care about that person. Mm-hmm. I know what it is now and I just hold it to a different standard and I know to expect nothing from it, but just personal conversations that we've had and things that we experience, I'm always going to have like love for him. Mm. That's real. <laughs> That's real. 
I mean, I that's can't tell you. I can't tell you how to feel because, like, I've never <clears throat> had that like connection with that person. Right. So I don't know. I'm I'm only outside looking in, and I know yeah. the impact that it had on you. And so I'm responding based on that. Based on that, I think when we get into relationships too, or especially. Well, that wasn't even a relationship. Like when we get into these talking situations or whatever, we vent to our friends a lot, like our mm-hmm. support systems about all the bad stuff, but we don't share the good stuff. That's true. So we did go through a lot of like bullshit, mm-hmm. but we also have like great conversations. Yeah. And I also recognize that I hold a position in his life that I don't think I don't think he has in anybody else what he has in me. Okay. So right. no, like in the way of like I I know things about him and I know him on a level that other people don't. So we have conversations that he can't have with other people. So like we have a specific connection. That's Your cute. face, right? No, there. I'm just saying that's mad cute. You're right? not here for it. I'm here for okay. it. Go ahead with your Cinderella story. But I'm no. But I know that we're never going to be together. Mm-hmm. That's just that is somebody who is my friend that I deeply care about. I respect that. <laughs> your face says something different. Your face is like, bitch. Wait till this microphone turn <laughs> off. Like I'm taking notes on what I'm about to check you on, bitch. Oh no. But yeah. I feel like you've had that situation. Well, maybe not the same situation you with your partners. But you have connections with your partners where mm-hmm. I feel like there's been specific partners where it's like you tell me all the shit that annoys you mm-hmm. about them. And I'm like, I can't stand yo. But then it's like when y'all have a really good moment, I'm like, but you remember that fuck shit they did? Yeah. So I think it's like a, a catch-22. But the difference is I think I've been around all your partners to kind of like have a personality. Mm-hmm. And I always keep the people that I'm talking to away from y'all. You do. You be like real hush-hush I about purposely it. keep them away from y'all. I mean, and I, I also think that's a good thing to have boundaries with your romantic relationships and your friendships because – your friends always be trying to tell you what the right thing to do is. Right. And it's like, first of all, let me tell you about the time you did this dumb shit oh, and yeah. I ain't called you out on it. So shut the fuck up. So I feel that. I feel that energy. And I I know from my relationships, I've been in some like interesting situations and I still, like I said, I'm friends with all my exes mm. and people find that shit weird. <laughs> I don't think it's that weird because for me, when I'm in a relationship, there's also a level of friendship that is platonic and to cut someone off unless they really did like some shit to like truly, truly hurt Fuck me, then I don't see the purpose of cutting off someone who at one point I said I loved. So, right. you know, or cared about deeply. I don't know about that love. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so like that's why I'm like friends with all of them. Yeah. But do you feel like when you were in situations with them, you saw their problematic behavior or did you have to get out of the situation to see it? I am. I see everything. Don't get it twisted. I know know the answers to these questions that I'm asking. (laughs) I'm just asking. The Virgo in me sees all your toxic shit. It sees my own toxic shit that I'm doing to you. But I think what what I witnessed from just like looking at my mom too and her relationships 
sorry mom um is that we're supposed to learn from our parents is that my mom picks people who are not necessarily good for her but i feel like in her heart she believes that she can change them i was just about to say your mom sees the best like she sees the best in in everyone mom is from how I experienced her, is just a very sweet woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying she's always been that way. I don't know. She could have been a bitch just like me. But that's your experience. But that's my experience. Um, and and I same the same experience. Your mom's great. Yeah, she is great. Um, and so like with my relationships with people, I feel like every relationship that I leave, I leave that person better than when they were first with me. I can agree. And that's. A problem within myself because I put so much energy into these other people but I don't put that same energy into me mm-hmm. and so I end up giving so much to this person and, not enough, to and not enough to myself and then I'm like wondering why this relationship didn't work and it didn't work because I was trying to uplift them and do so much for them and care, care for them so deeply in a way that just kind of like babied them I think it's not even babying in a sense of I think sometimes when we get into situations with people, we love, especially in friendships, we love to give everybody the things that we want and Mm. we didn't have because we hope that in return they will give the same back to us. That's true. And that's like a a hard lesson I have to learn. I'm still learning is that people aren't the same as me and they won't give the same energy as I give. They won't Mm -hmm. get the same love that I give. And I need to stop expecting that. And then I think the moment when I really realize that and that sits in that people are not necessarily going to love me the way that I love them. I'll like be better because I'm, I'm sitting here waiting for a person to be the specific thing. And it's like, they're never going to be that. Um, and I feel like I need to stop falling falling for people's potential and <laughs> and trying to change people because you can't change anyone who doesn't want to be changed. We are not HGTV. We are not here to flip this house. <laughs> we are here to move into the remodeled home. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what I've... The reason that I haven't gotten into a relationship with, with anybody, like, seriously, is because I know that... When I get that person, it is not up to me to change them. Mm-hmm. They should be somewhere that already compliments me. Yes. And I should be in a place where I feel like I have something to give to somebody. Mm-hmm. So that is the reason why I don't get deeply in relationships if I don't feel like I'm ready. Yeah. And I and I think for me, when I first came out, if we're going to use those words, um, I just wanted a relationship so bad because mm-hmm. I hadn't been in relationships for ever. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't start dating into my twenties and I feel right. like I'm already fucking behind. Right, so same. I need to just like jump into these things. And when you jump into things, when you're not fully ready, it doesn't end well. And, but I can say that I've learned something from each of these relationships that mm-hmm. I, I was in. I've learned what I, what I need and what I don't want. Um, so they have definitely been growths for me. But I wish I wish I didn't invest so much into these people sometimes. Um, because I feel like you can ask any of my fucking exes and they will tell you that 
I impacted their lives mm-hmm. a lot. And this is not even to toot my own horn. No, they have I, everybody. But like, because it's true. The way that I love, I love like hard as fuck. You do. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. I just want to have a little boo thing. <laughs> it, but I mean, I see that. But also at the same time, I think my thing with it is I don't see. I try to look at everything across my life in the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like things in my area that serve no purpose. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like when I would work in makeup and we would get free shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want products that I can't use. Right. Not like equating people to products. I'm just saying. So if somebody is not like I'm selfish at the end of the day, I'm selfish. Yeah. Um, I am always going to put myself first Mm -hmm. and I'm always going to think about my career first and I think one of my hardest situations is everybody everybody well not everybody but two out of the three were musicians Mm. um so when you already have a hectic schedule and then you're dealing with somebody else who has a hectic schedule Mm -hmm. and you have to be real with yourself if that's something that you want. Yeah. And the first one taught me a lot of lessons because he was just like, he just did what the fuck ever, <laughs> to be honest. Um, <laughs> and I should have peeped that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But also, again, somebody, when the person he was when I met him to the person that he was when we like ended things, mm-hmm. they were not the same person. Mm-hmm. Um Again, and that's because my confidence in myself was not what it was. So that was another like yes. hot boy. Oh, shit. I would never expect somebody like you to have interest in me type situation. And then when we fell back into it a year later, it was I, I think it didn't last this time because I was like, I know the shit ain't finna work. Like, mm-hmm. I just I, I, I see the signs. Um so I think sometimes I'm too self-aware to where it's like I don't even let myself learn lessons because I'm like, I already know who you are yeah. and I already know what this is going to be. Not on my watch. Yeah. No, I I wish I was like that because I feel like society tells me like I need to be in a relationship mm-hmm. and when I'm not in a relationship, what the fuck am I doing? Like we don't value time with ourselves Mm -hmm. um it's like we always have to be joined to the hip with another person and i think a big point that you brought up was like confidence in oneself Mm -hmm. and i think throughout my relationships one thing that i lacked is confidence in myself um and and having a person who likes you or sees something in you that you don't see in yourself feels so good Mm -hmm. but that's also like Dangerous. Dangerous. Because you then put all this energy into someone else and like basically this person then impacts how you feel about yourself, your worth. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that. I don't want to feel like because you're dating me, then I'm beautiful. And then like without Mm -hmm. you, I'm not beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of times when I dated people, it's because it to that wound mm-hmm. in a way. And so that's what I feel like a lot of times I was getting out of relationships 
And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do all this work for them. That yeah. makes sense. I feel like that's how I am in my friendships. So I think two things can be said about that. Also, um, I think in our respective areas like we're best friends but then we have our friend circles like mm-hmm. we have our we have other best friends yeah so like all my friends are single or they have like loose situationships mm-hmm. so it's like we all have each other to mm-hmm. do to do things with or their partners are friends enough that we all do shit together mm-hmm. to where i think my assumption or like what i see is a lot of your friends also like always have relationships so yeah so it's like if it's either a double date or it's like they're with their partner Mm. so i can see where you would want you would have that yearning for a relationship too because it's like not speaking for you but it can be seen as that may be something that you need to have to be with this group of individuals yeah to where my outlook is like everybody around me is like we all move on our own time and we all like have one person where it's like i know that like we're together but we're not together type thing where it's like we have an unspoken bond and those that's what's around me Mm -hmm. versus you have a relationships around you that's true and i like i think i was talking to people earlier about like my i'm thinking of my friends from college like Mm -hmm. one is married she's been married for a while another one is engaged then my best friend from college is engaged and I'm in her wedding and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, I can't even get a, a swipe right on Tinder. Like, come on, bitch. Um, and even like thinking of my exes, like <laughs> my recent ex is like out here dating, living their best yes. life. And I'm just like, okay, bitch, you do <laughs> you. And it's like, what the fuck? It's hard to watch other people do things, but Everything is in your time frame. Yeah. I watched people like I was really hard on myself when I I was working at a college, which again how we mm-hmm. met. I was working at a college and I was taking classes, but since I was an employee, I could only take two classes a semester, so it would have taken me eight years to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um so I withdrew. I was like, I'm gonna withdraw from school and I withdraw from school and I'm gonna move and I'm gonna work on my music. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought about myself as a business as most businesses tank within the first year Mm -hmm. so if i can make some type of something in the first year i'm good Mm -hmm. um so i was always very focused on my career but it's hard too because when things would slow down i would get on social media and i'd be like all these people i was cool with from high school are buying houses Mm -hmm. and they're getting married and i just really had to sit and have a conversation with myself and just say like that wasn't my path right because i'm I, I don't like to even sit in a house like <laughs> like that. So I couldn't imagine like buying a house and being married and just chilling in a house all day. Exactly. Like that's just not for me. But yeah. it's also hard when it's like you see other people having these things and it's like, I mean, I guess that would be cool to have, but I just look at it and be like, is that what's for me? Right. And I, I think that I'm getting into the mindset is like, I don't want this. Right. And I don't know. Like, if I let go of what society tells me I should want at this point in my life, mm-hmm. I would be Gucci. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it doesn't help when you, like, scroll on Instagram and you see all these couples or, you know, you just see all this pressure around you to be something that you aren't ready for. Um, and I think, like, 
I'm getting up there in my twenties, so it's like this expectation. I mean, no, I'm just looking because you like you getting up there. I'm like, bitch, I'm sur- I've surpassed <laughs> you. So, yeah, but you know, like it's just like these expectations. But I, what I'm learning more about myself is that I value platonic friendships mm-hmm. more than anything. Like I yeah. value our friendships and like just people that I've known for years friendships way more than I do romantic Mm -hmm. relationships because I feel like they give me so much more than my romantic relationships have and even now like being friends with my exes has really like our relationships are so solid now Mm -hmm. and like I feel like I can go to them more than when we were actually together um and also I'm kind of like thinking in my next realm of dating of like non-monogamous relationships and like what that might look like for me um more about to you <laughs> mostly because like i don't believe that we should put pressure on one person to like fulfill our every desire and i think a lot of times in relationships people are like this is my person and it's like this feeling of ownership that comes over them like i like you're mine and it's like no, I'm not yours. I'm my own person, like my own self. And so I think what non-monogamy provides is this, like the ability to be an individual, but the ability to also share space and share a relationship with someone else. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a a sexual thing. So that's where I'm at. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I respect that. I, I respect that, and I have I I know plenty of people who are in open relationships. I know that I could never do it, mm-hmm. just because I don't want to say I'm not strong enough to do it, but I just my parents were married for like thirty something years. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've just always seen. I mean, maybe I'm just conditioned that way that I've just always seen like steady relationships. But I also just know with me, like even with my friends, like I have. I just have those people mm-hmm. and I don't think I would want to have multiple things with multiple. I, I think I would get too jumbled up because mm. then I would be like, I've, I've worked really hard to get like this strong sense of self, but then say I have like two partners and you're do, you're over here and then you're over here and then I don't have, I'm nowhere. Like, I feel like that would kind of like mm-hmm. knock my ego a little bit or it would just like, hurt me if I wasn't in the right mindset so I don't I respect everybody who can do that I just don't think it's something that I can do yeah I think it's definitely like a learning thing you know Mm -hmm. like something that takes time and within certain parameters I'm not trying to say like I'm trying to have like 13 million partners and everybody you know fucking everybody like no like there has to be boundaries boundaries Mm -hmm. and conversations and respecting the people's feelings um but I, I, for me, I just don't like this concept of, like, if I find somebody attractive, I wouldn't be able to be like, yo, I'm attracted to you on this level. Right. Instead of, like, oh, I'm in this monogamous relationship with someone, and if I say this person is cute, they're going to freak the fuck out. Like, Well, I think that goes into, like, choosing your partner, that's too. That's true, too. Um, I don't know. I think <clears throat> after being around my brother and sister-in-law so much, their marriage has redefined everything for mm-hmm. me because they're so they're such a union but they're both like fiercely independent at the same time yeah. it's like such a healthy balance to where i never knew that that was like a thing yeah so i think that helped redefine relationships mm-hmm. for me too but i also 
respect my brother on like such a high regard that he we weren't raised to be like toxic mm-hmm. like we weren't raised to be like this super definition of like under masculinity so it i don't think it bruises his ego to be married to like a strong woman mm-hmm. and i think that that's important um especially raising like two daughters mm-hmm. because like i said those are two they're two fiercely independent people in their own right and then they come together and they have a really strong union. Yeah. So that kind of like redefined things for me as well. So I feel like somebody has to be able to match me. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think I've met anybody Facts, <laughs> that's, that's matched me. Like, you know, I'm, a, I'm, like, I'm not like a lot, but I'm like most of the time I'm really assertive. You just and need I'm to really find opinionated. equally yoked. Yeah, like, cause I don't be here with the shits. You don't, and I'm not. I appreciate that about you. And I'm not here to like pet nobody ego. Mm -hmm. I think wrong bitch. (laughs) But I think similar to you because you've seen like these positive things with like marriage and monogamy, where I haven't necessarily seen those things. Like Mm -hmm. my representation of marriage has been like oh, because we've been together for so long, we just want to stay together. And it's like rooted in like unhappiness and like dealing Mm. with people and not being truly connected to that person. And for me, that's like not how I want to go out in life. So, and also like, I don't know if I believe in marriage as a concept. Mm. Um, That's true. But I know I want a wedding just to dress up though. (laughs) I don't, that, but that's true. Or a ceremony. It doesn't have to necessarily be a wedding. Like going into it, I don't... I never imagined myself getting married, Mm -hmm. but I also know, I don't know. I think it's like, it depends on, you also, it's hard to say what these things are before finding your person because Mm -hmm. then you don't know what they want. Like it's a, it's a even playing ground. I don't know. I I, I never thought about it. But I also like, yeah, you have to think of the other person, but I think, you, you have to know what you want. Like <laughs> you, you have to know what like, you want. Like, and if I want this and you don't want this, then we might not be the like best people to be together. But I just, I don't know. Like I feel like relationships are forever being redefined. Mm-hmm. It's never this one thing. Like so, yeah, I might think non-monogamy is what I want now, but that could later change to monogamy. Right. And I think that's like the beautiful thing about being queer is that I can be all of these things. And it's like, I can go from this one thing to another and still be authentic to who I am. Right. And that's true. That's very true. And that's very important. Um, I also sometimes get scared of, (laughs) it's going to sound so dumb to say, I get scared of the thought that with so many people in the world, what if I picked the wrong person? Then bitch, you fucked. (laughs) (laughs) because also do i believe in divorce if i'm married i do i mean i definitely see i don't know i i don't all these questions it's like it depends on the person i guess i don't believe in staying unhappy for long periods of time and so i feel like well that's why i don't want to marry because i want to be like if if you got so i'm gonna be that bitch at the end of the day where it's like the house is in my name Mm -hmm. The, car, the very um, Beyonce irreplaceable. The house is... Uh, uh, goodbye. It's in my name. The cars are in my name. Mm-hmm. 
you have to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would never put you out if you didn't have a place to go. I would. I probably would too. Um, but, <laughs> but I don't know. I think it's hard for me because I've been so fiercely. In, that's my that's my hashtag of the day. Fiercely independent. I think because I've been so independent, it's hard for me to think of myself in a situation where I would constantly, and I know this sounds selfish, but it's hard to put myself in a situation where I would constantly have to worry about somebody else's feelings. But I think that's like, because that's who you are, I think when you find someone who you're willing to think about their feelings more is a telltale sign of like, this might be the person for me. Mm. Um, But I feel like at the point I'm in right now, I can't be with nobody if they aren't like them being around has to be better than my solitude basically. And if you can't, if you can't create a better space for me and I can create a better space for you, we don't need to talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like we said a lot and nothing about relationships. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it come down to it that, I still ain't found nobody who can. That's okay. Let me not say that because I don't want to be disrespectful even to people that I'm talking to. I just don't. I'm going to shut up. We single. That's, I think that's like the general consensus. The general consensus. We single. (laughs) And I don't think either one of us are like actively, seriously looking. I think we're just trying to like get through our shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like at this point, like. I'm going to just let it happen. I don't think there's anybody who's come along. That's a lie. Um, there was one person who I was like, okay, I would be in a relationship with you. But that did. Bitch, who? <laughs> we talk off air. Yeah. Um, that just didn't work out like that. But, yeah, I just, I'm focused on my career at this point. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I need that to happen. And I don't want to sacrifice any energy away from that. And I feel good in saying that because I don't want to string somebody along and make them think that it's going to be something it's not. Yeah. Even. And please don't slide in my DMs. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. That shit is weird to me. I I love it. I I know you do. And that's why I said it. It's so weird because contrary to popular belief, I don't like being on my phone that much like if i'm on my phone if i'm looking for something or if i'm like reading articles or like responding to an email or text message okay boom but like i don't like apps like dating apps Mm -hmm. that i have to be attentive to i don't like long text conversations i love that we know that we just need to say what the fuck we need to say and keep it going um yeah i don't like long conversations in in dating apps i don't like texting back and forth i have to be in the mood to be on the phone so like i just that's all extra work to me so if people slide i'm i'm much better in person Mm -hmm. and i think it's because and i think you can agree with this i very much text the way that i talk Mm -hmm. so if you don't know me as a person and my personality (laughs) the fuck it's gonna be a problem so yeah don't slide in my i mean you can slide in my dms and be like you want to go get coffee that's cute that's cool you can slide in my dms Mm. i'm okay with it i'm also like i've only dated people from like apps so yeah but like i'm trying this new thing of like meeting people in real life bitch that ain't new that is it is what year were you born in one number 
Don't we, put my business out. I'm not here. weighing that much of an age difference, but that's not new. But I haven't dated anyone in like that I met in real life ever. All of them and have I've been never Tinder. dated anybody that I didn't know in real yeah. life. Yeah, and so like I'm newly trying to like meet people in real life. Mm. That's not going well for me. I'm like being rejected left and right. No, but, but you're cool. also in like an interesting place. Oh yeah, you're in an interesting place filled with egos. Yeah, but I will say. I'm okay with you sliding in my DMs. Don't slide into chaotic. Please don't. If you slide into chaotic, just ask for coffee. They love coffee. Okay. Um. Also, don't get mad because a lot of times I don't read the shit that's filtered. If it say like one request, I don't go over to that mailbox. I do, but I literally have noticed it be like some spam pages. Yeah. And it be like some freak shit that I'm not about. Just, okay. So don't, don't put no freak shit in my DM because we're going to have a problem. But yeah, that's that. On that note, you can follow me and not slide into my DMs on Instagram at K-O-T-I-C-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. Tommy, where can they follow you? You can follow me on my Instagram at Honey Charcoal. That's H-O-N-E-Y-C-H-A-R-C-O-A-L. Slide into my DMs. Slide into my Venmo. Slide into my Cash App. Okay. That you can slide in. Slide into. right in. You know, a bitch is struggling. Slide in. Okay. Slide in. And you can follow the podcast at Bitch What Podcast on Instagram. Make sure that you like, rate, and subscribe. Yes, get our numbers up. Let us let them know you like us. Okay. Bitch, right in. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>